0: What's up, listeners? This is your 10-Minute Checkpoint podcast where I talk about anything on top of my head when it comes to video games, movies, music, sports, wrestling, anything. In today's episode, we're going to be still sticking with movies. It is June 8, 2021. Let's go ahead and put 10 minutes on the clock. Here we go. All right. You know, last episode, we talked about Corella on Disney and Disney Plus, and It's considered in the movies right now, but... Man, oh man, I was such ecstatic about this next movie that we're about to review. I was so hyped about it, and oh my goodness, did it let me down. We're talking about The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. This is the third Conjuring movie, technically, when you got The Conjuring, Conjuring 2, and then Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Didn't want to use three in the title, I suppose, but this is part of The Conjuring Universe, a horror franchise that stems about eight eight movies deep, I think, eight or ten, you know, you have the uh, Llorona, you have the Annabelle movies, it seems to have forever. But I had so much high hopes for this movie, considering that to me, The Conjuring, the original movie of this trilogy, is by far one of the best modern horror movies of all time. I think the simplicity of the story and how scary it is with the practical effects and the scares, I mean, for those of you who don't know, remember the trailer is the person clapping in the dark and i'll probably send a chill up your spine with that one but i thought that well that movie in itself was just so good and so horrifying like the like the, the title scroll the title screen scroll and everything's like and it just gets really that ah, you know that i love that movie a lot and when it comes to scary movies anything that has to do with demonic possession instantly instantly gets me ah. i don't know if it's my catholic upbringing or something like that but you tell me somebody is some gets possessed by a demon and hey! I'm I'm freaked out about it. And no doubt. So, you know, when it comes to the conjury two, I thought the conjury two it fell into the trap of a lot of horror movies that were very successful. You know, the whole vibe of a scary movie is that it's made dirt cheap. You know, you got you got to be creative with your scares. You got to be creative with your effects. You got to be creative with your special effects. And what ends up happening when a horror franchise ends up making a lot of money in the box office is all of a sudden they just decide to let's throw in some CG. You know, let's throw in a lot of CG graphics. You know what? Maybe we don't. So because we have these awesome CG, maybe we don't need to waste a lot of time and, to make this practically. And it for me, Conjuring 2 has a lot of too many CGI moments. Granted, the Nun itself, of the, oh, the Nun is horrifying. And that monster creation was pretty solid. It's iconic, I would say, definitely. So the Conjuring 2, I felt like it was okay. It didn't have that many kind of jump scares. And... And I think, like like I said, when you lean really hard into CGI, it kind of just all of a sudden just takes the wind out of your sails. Yeah, just a little bit. And I felt like another scary movie was The Duke which came out at the right, like around the time of Conjuring 2. I thought The Duke captured that, that feeling of dread and the feeling of being really creeped out better. So along com- comes The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. And I'm like, okay, we're going back to the Warrens. You have, you know, Patrick Wilson and you have um, Farrah Farmiga as well returning the roles as the Aaron Warrens. And you're thinking, cool, cool. This is, you know, this should be good. Back in the wheelhouse, you know, they're paranormal investigators. They come in, they help people. And she's a medium and he's like a loving, devout husband. And does all that he can to protect Farrah from the outside forces every time she uses her powers to go into the medium void to connect with the other side. You're like, Yes. I love the Warrens; they're dope characters in cinematic horror history. You know, they're good guys, and they're going out there. The protagonists; they do right, they do righteousness, and they don't ask for anything. And you may get your car fixed by Ed Warren, or you may get a tune sung by him, or you may get a trinket or a token from Vera for Amiga to protect you from the the evil around. So I'm like, okay, cool, I'm in. You don't need; I don't need to know anything else. And I think where it drops the ball. Big time is that it just gets away from the scary notion that the demon is like the devil, so to speak, is out there doing this bad stuff to this like innocent people. Instead, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. Instead, it is a saintness that is doing all these kinds of things, and so it's essentially it's someone who is the antith- antithesis of the Warrens, right? Someone who has the powers to call upon the evil. And that to me took the win out of its sails. And like I mentioned, Fumble, because it goes from a horror movie to more of a thriller movie. And because they're in between the two worlds, no pun intended when it comes to, you know, the, the demon and the good side, then in these two worlds of film, it just doesn't hit any of the right notes and like it's not a great thriller and it's not a great scary movie so it's just an okay movie at the end of the day i feel that the scares are not that great i you know how many times is a hand creepingly reaching around something's used um it it kind of leans into creepy factor versus like horrifying blood curdling you know raising the hairs in the back of your neck turning yourself white scares that the conjuring franchise is so well known for and i it just to me like i i don't know like i yeah i get it okay like if i was gonna put the shoe on their other foot if i was gonna play the devil's advocate no pun intended there i would say like well how many times can you have a sh- movie series about a demon possessing someone and someone coming into exercise like i get that i get that but dude that bread and butter is so good man we're talking about a bread and butter that has so good, it's moist and you throw on that slab of butter and I'm, I haven't eaten dinner yet. So this is where my mind's at. You throw on that slab of butter and <laughs> serve it up. Give me some seconds of that. And I guess they just kind of deviate from that. And I think like if I, the reason why I really do feel this well is simply because I just watched Annabelle Creation. And it's the same thing, right? How many times can we have this situation of a demon who's possess, who's like possessing or antagonizing, a, you know, someone who's vulnerable, right? How many? And they, wow! Now that is a great movie. I highly recommend Annabelle: Creation over The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. There's just something about that movie that's creative. It doesn't lean on CGI a lot. It's it's it keeps coming at you with different type of scares. I don't know if I talked about this on the podcast. I, I, correct me if I have, listeners, but it just shows you how much I love Annabelle Creation. And when you go toe to toe, if you're stacking marbles and marbles to the Condren double made to it, it's just, it's, just been, it's just outclassed, thoroughly outclassed. And, you know, I got to give it credit. There's a couple of things that I thought would work really well. If you know what? Actually, let me take a step back. Let me take a step back real quick. You listeners, let, take a step back with me. You ever remember Freddy 2? You had Nightmare on Elm Street and then Freddy 2, right? And Freddy 2 never really hit well. I I remember, granted, I was really young at the time when it came out, but I remember watching Freddy 2, and what didn't work for me was like, Freddy wasn't Freddy. He was possessing this kid that was Freddy, and he was in the real world. And it kind of deviated from Freddy being this guy that, Gets people in their dreams. Like that to me is the scariest thing ever. And by far, Freddy Krueger is one of the scariest monsters that's ever been created in horror cinema. And so that was always scary. Like this thing, you know, you close your eyes. You're, oh, okay, it's over. It's just a dream. Oh, this thing's going to kill you in your dream, right? And so for them to go to like, oh, he's actually possessing this kid, teenager, and killing people in the real world. It's like it's it Mrs. Mark. And I think that's where this is its Mark. There was an opportunity to add a whole new wrinkle to it. They had a idea where I thought, oh, they're going to have a trial. And I thought they were going to have to defend, give you some evidence, and introduce things. And I thought it would have been a cool vessel for this movie if they just really leaned into the idea of someone using a defense of demonic possession. So I'm like, cool, like that sounds awesome. The Warrens are going to give him evidence, and it's going to be like this uh, – what's the – what the what's the word i'm looking for it's like a law and order procedural procedural movie i was like that's gonna be cool i'm down for that it's not gonna lean too much on the scary jump scare stuff but i think it's gonna be a a new kind of hub or a new little node when it comes to the horror genre and i thought it was gonna be fantastic it just wasn't so bummed out let me know on social media what you thought of the conjuring the devil made me do it now there's going to be a whole lot of video game stuff coming through as well I'll do my best to keep up with that the NBA playoffs are in full swing as well the first round just wrapped up so I'll try to get my thoughts as much as possible things are wrapping up so expect more of the 10 minute checkpoint podcast wherever you're listening it. make sure you leave an awesome review Leave the thumbs up or five stars, or whatever it is, on your, your hub or your home of your podcast choice. So, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I'll see you around as always. Oh, you're yeah, a Adios.